Hello, everyone, and welcome to Today I Learned, a BU Today podcast where we explore fun facts and ideas across a variety of academic disciplines by interviewing students about the things they learn in their favorite classes at BU. A single class can have a transformative impact, whether you're changing majors, picking a career path, or just looking to expand your horizons. I'm your host, Sophie Yaron, and I'm investigating how the things we learn in the classroom affect our lives. And so to do that, we are going to be speaking directly to BU students, which is why we have Sally Jamrog in the studio. Sally, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks so much. So Sally, you are our first BU Academy student, which we're super excited about. And you've brought the class uh, Earth and Environment 105, Crises of Planet Earth uh, to the show today. So is that a, a, a BUA class or is that a, a CAS class? A CAS class. Okay, got it. And so what does the class cover? I mean, the name of the course is very affecting crises of planet Earth. Um, it could be like so many things. Yeah, it's it definitely covers a broad range of disciplines. I think we start kind of the first half of the course exploring um, natural disasters and ways that Earth affects us as human beings. Uh, and then the second half, the sort of latter half of the course covers um, like man-made disasters and how we affect the earth. Uh, and it's it's an intra-level course. So there's a lot of um, memorization involved and sort of basic conversation about a lot of different topics. Um, so there's not a lot of um, roots of the class in very discrete like chemistry disciplines or mathematic disciplines. But we do touch on those and how those um, help us understand the earth and really how the work and the um, earth works as a whole. So it's it's a very kind of interdisciplinary class in that way, and that we're discussing like processes and history, but also like a little bit of the chemistry and scientific. I see. So in the sort of the chicken and the egg, you're looking at the crisis first, and then sort of the underpinning science as a result. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. So I wanted to get that out of the way before. Uh, asking you to share a fun fact you learned in class with us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, did you know that a lot of the New England and Boston area uh, topography was created by glaciers? Oh. Um, so there's um, lots of hills and little lakes called kettles and drumlins. Those are what the hills are called. Um, so the Boston Harbor Islands are drumlins that were created as the as sort of the rocky terrain that the glacier goes over uh, and the kettles are where water is kind of pooled in little basins that are created by the ice. Okay. So I had always heard that Walden Pond was a kettle pond. Does that mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or like Jamaica Pond is a kettle. Mm -hmm. Closer here to where yeah, we're recording. Exactly. <laughs> um, that's very cool. So just to really simply paraphrase what you had just said earlier, this class is looking at two categories of crises man-made hazards and, and natural hazards. Uh, so can you tell me sort of what the fundamental differences are sort of in how those manifest and also in how we address them? Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's pretty apparent in the title, but I think the the differences between them have gotten a little more like fraught and complicated over the last like hundred years and recent years um, and going into the future with climate change and how the earth is changing around us. Um, but man-made hazards, hazards that are perpetuated by humanity and caused by actions and choices that we make in society and the earth um, regarding resources 
And natural hazards are really hazards that result from the natural mechanics of the earth. So like earthquakes, tsunamis, volcanic eruptions, other things like that. Um, and, but I think, I mean, how those manifest has really changed over the last few years in that, uh, man-made human disasters are starting more and more to affect the patterns of natural disasters. So like hurricanes, uh, because the earth's climate is warming and, um, also, I mean, warming in certain places and also cooling in other places. And basically, yeah, the, the introduction of fossil fuels uh, and the penetration of the ozone, um, making the the climate um, change of the planet just like all over the place uh, makes like hurricanes and other um, like atmospheric storms uh, more intense and stronger in other places. So that's just more like one example. Uh, so like that's of um, of a a man-made human uh, choice, uh, fossil fuels into the atmosphere, uh, affecting a lot of the mechanics, natural mechanics of the earth. So we're sort of seeing a, a blurring of the lines almost. Yeah, exactly. So um, in the submission that you sent us uh, when we were asking folks about their favorite classes, you had mentioned that you're very interested in the humanities, but this class has sort of uh, opened your eyes to earth science. And I wanted to know um, how Dr. Anderson, the professor of this course, uh, how his approach to and uh, teaching method has influenced that. I mean, as soon as I stepped into his classroom, he's just such a gregarious and like charismatic person. Uh, and he's just so funky in a lot of ways. He He has so many stories and he's so excited about rocks and also like seemingly um, insignificant or, um, like things that we're just not really interested in. Like we sort of take for granted how the earth works, um, and the materials that we have around us, like simple rocks on Calm Avenue. <laughs> um, and he just seems to see, uh, life and stories and all of that. And that just really got me excited in, in the way that a lot of humanities get me excited because I'm very much a humanities person. Um, but I think getting excited about uh, environmental science and the way that he sort of helped that uh, has really encouraged my desire to want to pursue kind of interdisciplinary connections between the two. Um, so, yeah, he's just been amazing in that class. <laughs> so when you said that you are now looking at the uh, places where these two disciplines meet, you had also mentioned in your submission uh, something about the connections between earth science and ancient art history. And I would love to learn more about that. Of course. I think those are some of the interdisciplinary connections. Yeah, like I, I mentioned um, that I've started to become uh, more, I guess, receptive to um, and more open minded about. Um, I think you see a lot of that in like fields like art archaeology, for instance. Yeah. Like when you're digging up fossils or digging up, like if you go to Pompeii and you're trying to restore that archaeological site, you have to have knowledge of art history and Roman culture and how things were erected and how the site of Pompeii looked and how Roman culture operated and just that sort of flow. <laughs> it sounds like there's sort of an interchange where you need to have a knowledge of art history to be able to put this artifact in context, but you also need to have a knowledge of how the earth works to be able to look at the artifact and understand 
what the artist was thinking or what the architect was thinking. Right. In order to restore and take care of the site, you would need to have knowledge of how the Roman city actually historically looked and also a knowledge of how like igneous rocks out of volcanoes behave and um, the ways in which the landscape could have eroded over time and affected certain areas. And then there becomes sort of a mystery of how can I sort of, I think there's a policy that they can't really reconstruct um, what was there, but sort of protect what was there and learn um, what used to be there so that they can sort of parse the site as a whole and um, spread knowledge about it. How much of the science that you're digging into is geology and how much is um, sort of other earth sciences? Yeah. um, So I think Dr. Anderson is a geologist and specialized in geology. So his course focused a lot on like how rocks can kind of uh, come into the study of earth science and um, yeah, sustainability environment. Um, And so I learned a lot about rocks in his class uh, and there were a lot of labs about rocks um, and I've always been interested in rocks. So that was fun. Um, But I also, I mean, he was, he talked about, um, he, I mean, he continuously talked about how students could get involved in the world um, through various different um, like interests they have in earth science. Like there doesn't have to be just rocks, but also like how you're interested in, uh, if you're interested in how power flows through things like um developing technology to extract hydropower or um, developing fuel cells, like just applying knowledge in a lot of other ways. Um, So a lot of uh, BUA students I've sort of gathered are really passionate about this class. And I think we had actually gotten another submission uh, about this class. So why do you think this topic resonates so much with your classmates? Yeah, well, I think it increasingly becomes an important field of study. And I think BUA students really pick up on that. Uh, And there's been a lot of interest in like making BUA more sustainable in the last few years and learning of our, what we can do to impact on larger issues like climate change. And so a course like EE 105 is lovely because it just introduces you to lots of different modes of earth science and how you can become um, like part of the efforts to help the earth uh, and learn a lot about a lot of different things um, sort of more generally and then maybe focus on an area if you want to consu- uh, like uh, pursue the course of study further later on. Um, but I also think there's I mean, there's just sort of this legendary following of um, Dr. A, um, Dr. Anderson. Um, I first heard of the class from students, I think seniors last year, who just fell in love with his stories and his personality. And I think he really makes the class um, very appealing to BUA students. Um, And he's just a lovely introduction to those types of studies because he makes it so exciting. And we crave that. That's cool. That's a very rare combination that something is timely and sort of 
serious, but also very fun and enjoyable. Yeah, it's it's very like dire. And obviously, like um, we would kind of leave classes. I mean, he would always like strike a very hopeful note in that, like there's something you can do. There's some way you can get involved. But also a lot of the classes were like had very depressing content because it's like climate change is becoming more and more a reality. And like BUA students recognize that. But then also he delivers it in such an amazing, engaging way that I think is admirable. So uh, if you were to recommend this class to someone, I know that you don't need to work very hard to recommend it to BUA students, but um, who would you recommend it to and how would you pitch it? I mean, this might be a cop-out answer, but like I would really recommend it to everyone. (laughs) Like just anyone, even if you're not remotely interested in earth science, um, just because like Dr. A teaches it in such an approachable manner and in such an engaging manner that I think it's impossible not to be engaged when you're in his class and when you're listening to his lectures. Um, And it's such an important topic for so many reasons. Uh, And we need to learn more about the earth because it's the place we live and we need need to understand how we affect it and how it affects us, Um, but increasingly how we affect it. given the the damage we've caused in many, many years of uh, abuse of its resources. Thank you. Wow. So Sally, thanks for sitting down with us. Um, We don't usually do this at the end of our episodes, but since you are a BU Academy senior, I was hoping you'd be comfortable telling us what your plans are now that you're about to graduate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I'm going to Bryn Mawr College, which is amazing. And so got a presidential scholarship. Very excited. Oh, my goodness. A seven sister. Wow. Yes, exactly. So very cool. I'm I'm very excited. Well, congratulations. Um, we really enjoyed talking to you. Sad we're going to lose you to Pennsylvania, but it's uh, their gain. And folks, this concludes season one of Today I Learned, a BU Today podcast. Thanks for tuning in. It has been a pleasure learning with you. Today I Learned is produced and engineered by Andrew Halleck and edited and hosted by Sophie Aaron. That's me. We'll see you around. Stay curious out there. Bye.